Hello and welcome to the Yoga Coach Podcast, dedicated to educating, guiding, and inspiring individuals who care to cultivate optimal wellness, create union of body, mind, and spirit through yoga for a sustainable, happy, and a healthy lifestyle. I'm Tamara Page, E-R-Y-T, at the 500-hour level. And I look forward to sharing not only my 30 years of experience as a yoga practitioner and instructor with you, but today I'm truly looking forward to sharing uh, the experience of a beautiful guest that is joining us today. And her name is Bonnie London. And Bonnie London, this very special guest, began her career First is a personal trainer in New York City in the early 90s. Bonnie was motivating and challenging people to improve themselves. And during this time, she realized that her passion for nutrition led her to acquire her master's in clinical nutrition from NYU, New York University, as well as her certification as a registered dietitian nutritionist. So Bonnie has been practicing as an accredited and a licensed dietitian for over 24 years. And in that time, her experience in long-term healthcare, physician offices, fitness centers, inspired her to open a private practice where she's able to educate individuals on how to take ownership of their own bodies, their health, and their life. Bonnie, welcome. Thank you so much for taking time out of your really busy schedule, and I know how busy you are, to join us today to talk about nutrition. I I just want to welcome you. Thank you for coming. Well, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to the discussion. (laughs) Wonderful. So, Bonnie, you know, I'm a yoga practitioner, I'm a yoga instructor, my whole world revolves around yoga. And I just want to start this conversation by saying that for the last 30 years, I have been asked by numerous people in yoga what they should eat. Now, why they would think I'm qualified or credentialed to discuss or advise on nutrition is beyond me. And I give the standard answer, I'm not certified, I'm not qualified, I cannot answer that question for you. You have to do your own research. And as you know, I've sent people to you and I tell you know others to do their own research. So let's, um, let's just talk a little bit about the holistic aspect of nutrition and how your practice as a nutritionist ties into the practice of yoga. Because as you know, yoga is not just people going onto the yoga mat and doing some poses, right? It's a combination of mindfulness, it's a combination of meditation, it's daily lifestyle, it's nutrition, it's the whole, Pie, and I say to everybody, you know, it's like a, there's many slices of it, and the nutrition is one of the larger slices. And I'm just so honored to have you so that you can really educate our listeners about your thoughts about holistic nutrition and how it fits into this wellness package for um, not just current yoga practitioners, but people who are aspiring to 
find wellness, whether it's, you know, whether they're exercise regimen is bicycling or rowing or downhill skiing you know everyone is looking for the total package and nutrition plays that huge role so i'm going to get really quiet and let you talk about the holistic aspect of nutrition sure well i definitely do take a very holistic approach in my practice when people come and see me because Everything affects actually your food choices and the other way around what you eat can affect how you perform, how you sleep, how you manage stress. So it, it is really critical. So that is actually the first thing I do when someone comes in for a session is we will go over, you know, many other things going on in their life that they may not uh, realize. Uh, like I just mentioned, for example, you know, what is, what is your level of stress and how are you managing it? And people might be aware that, well, yeah, of course, when I am stressed and going crazy and everyone talks about, for example, the COVID-19, uh, <laughs> that, you know, you might have led to some different food cravings that you might not otherwise have had. But I, I don't think that people might appreciate the other side of stress and that when it you know, goes on for so long, it can actually uh, you know, harm your ability to even digest food and really has like a downward uh, a spiral. So I think it's just like important for people to keep in their mind. And then another thing I always talk about with every single person is their sleep. And it is amazing because every single person, I'm telling you, when they change what they're eating, they're uh -huh. like, yeah, I actually am sleeping a lot better. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that something? Because it, you know, it makes a big impact. And then as you can imagine, you know, exercise to me is a, is a non-negotiable item, especially as we are uh, aging. If, I, if we could put exercise in a pill, we, you know, we would be trillionaires, right? And so, you know, but, but something that we, you know, that we have discussed is the idea of doing something that is really enjoyable and not feeling like you are punishing yourself during the activity and that's definitely one of the things that I think is fantastic with yoga and when I leave a session I feel like I wish I could feel like this all the time <laughs> because it feels uh, you can so... <laughs> <laughs> right well it is it is good <laughs> we can take that that ananda that bliss with you everywhere you go right yes yes so it is just astounding you know I, I think of our body as like a vehicle, right? The fuel that you put into your vehicle is going to determine the performance. And if we, you know, for feed, for feeding rotten tomatoes and we're eating all the wrong foods and we're creating inflammation in the body, of course, we're not going to be at optimal performance, right? Uh, sure. And now, unfortunately, um, something that I, I frequently point out to people that might come to me that are frustrated because they feel like they haven't done anything uh, that different with their diet, but somehow they just started to gain weight. And certainly aging and menopause, uh, you know, plays a role. But beyond that, what I have found when people come into my office is that 
People are still continuing to follow very much outdated uh, information is one thing, and we've gotten so many conflicting uh, opinions and advice about what to eat that we're in an era where people are just confused about how to choose what to eat. And then the other issue... Thank you for saying that, because yeah. I was actually going to address that with yeah. you. Yeah, and so, and so the, and the second problem is, you know, first deciding what to eat is the problem, right. but the second issue is that it's gotten increasingly opaque what's in our food. Like, you know, is chicken really chicken? Is that really pure olive oil? I mean, right. the more I learn in all the packages, if you look on the, on the back of any sort of, uh, you know, processed food, I mean, I yeah, I do this for a living, but you need to actually have a science degree to understand half of those names. So I feel so like true. between those two, you really do need a guide. So that's really what I do is, first of all, I want to know what people enjoy and what they're doing currently so we can we can start there and what their what their goals are and and then you know we start uh you know building anew <laughs> and there's no one size fits all i would imagine as is with yoga when i work with you know people sit, come to me and say oh what kind of yoga do you teach i'm like that is a very loaded question because there is no one size fits all yoga program every body is unique and every person needs something very different for their practice so i try to you know i, I try to read people um in small group settings and certainly when i work individually that's you know i can focus only on that person and what their needs are and help establish a protocol for what would be beneficial for them and i would imagine that for nutrition it's not like you can say to me, oh, Tamara, you know, there's this one size fits all nutritional program that everybody should be doing. Because the way I understand it, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that we all have, you know, we all have different um, doshas, different constitutions where what might be good for you, Bonnie, would not be beneficial for me because of multiple reasons. And so, how, how do people actually figure out what their best nutritional um, prescription program or protocol should be for themselves? Well, number one, a lot of people also, uh, because of the way that they have been brought up, might have certain uh, preferences that they're comfortable with. And I've also had people who've been, you know, for some reason, you know, traumatized even with vegetables or something or, fit or fish <laughs> really? and they... Uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm no, sorry. Uh, absolutely. So I, you <laughs> a know, vegetable trauma. <laughs> you need to start where people are at, right? Uh, but yes. but one thing, you know, number one for me, uh, uh, no matter because there, again, there's so many opinions and diets out there between, you know, obviously on one extreme the vegan and on the other extreme the carnivore diet and then everything in between. Yeah, is that is that if I can if I can get people no matter you know what their preferences are to eat whole foods and explaining what that is, okay? Uh, because I think people don't really understand. They think, because some of these things like gluten-free or vegan, I'm just giving an example, or even keto, uh -huh. they've kind of uh, become a marketing tool. And so when you go in the store, it's like the halo, like, oh, well, this Beyond Burger, for example, <laughs> it's vegan, but it's loaded with you know, genetically modified inflammatory soy and pesticides. So I would say that's probably not 
your best vegan choice, but I can and certain, certainly not a whole food. Right. So you're much better off doing, you know, edamame or maybe non-GMO fermented uh, tofu. Just as I'm just giving like one example, mm-hmm. but but so I think the biggest thing in everyone, every single person feels so much better when when they get off the processed and what we have now the epidemic of the highly highly processed foods which is crazy um i think i mentioned to you that i started a, a youtube station this year and i did this video which i really dived into some of the research uh just on sugar and the part that i that i think is important for people to understand about it it's not that we're eating a dessert once in a while, because to me that is completely part of life. No problem. It, the problem is, is that it's in everything. It's in our salad dressing, it's in our bread, our crackers, our, our tomato sauce or whatever. Nice. It's in everything is sweeter. And even when you go out to a restaurant, they're adding it to you know, the mm-hmm. recipes and all of that to you know, add so the satisfaction. the hidden factor. Well, that's, that's, that's one of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that fructose is, is, you know, is in everything. Interesting. So, I mean, so, so to me, that's a, a problem that I'm frequently talking about. <laughs> so, Bonnie, this educational forum that you have on YouTube, can our listeners today go onto YouTube and access all your world your words of wisdom and your pearls <laughs> well, about certain guidelines and things that they can be doing and how if so how would you direct them there well it's just on youtube and my the name is london wellness is just the name of my site is that l o like the city okay london, london wellness. wellness that's the name of my company is london wellness okay so so yeah that's i think that is quite a gem and a beautiful offering for others you know who want to just get little tidbits of your valuable information your educational seminars on youtube and yes thank you you for offering that it's been quite the um adventure putting trying to put you know meaningful uh content content out there for people and yeah. that they that you know they can use and the other thing i would mention uh just about just my my practice because i do think it is important and it does have to do with exercise and yoga and and that is that people need to stop focusing on on weight and that being the measurement in weight loss so one of the things that i have in my practice is a machine that evaluates your body composition and this is a much more meaningful way to measure. And this is where the exercise is huge because um, definitely, and I have seen it in, in my practice as I've been doing, I've been working with this particular machine for over 12 years now, mm-hmm. that you know when they change their diet, we can lose fat for sure and be successful. But the exercise part that is the magic of maintaining the muscle. And I can demonstrate when, when people you know, use the machine that the efforts that they are making with their lifestyle changes and the exercise are really translating into these numbers that make a difference. Like I wish people would just throw out the scale. I mean, at the end of the day, I always like to say, listen, 
if you can put your pants on standing up, then I think I'm awesome. Yes. <laughs> That's all that matters. And, and, mm. and it's something that a lot of people can achieve. You know, even I work with yeah. people all ages. Well, and in talking to you in our numerous conversations, I, I know that your approach is a holistic approach. It's about the overall well-being, the day-to-day, the quality of life that we're all experiencing. I mean, that's why I'm teaching yoga. That's why you're offering nutrition. And that's why meditation teachers are offering meditation so that we can all take you know, slices of all of these and create a whole pie of life so that we are living a happy, a healthy, a well-rounded, beautifully balanced lifestyle. So, you know, mm-hmm. to, throw, to, to just say, oh, I want to lose weight because some people lose weight and correct me if I'm wrong, they can lose 70 pounds and then they gain it back because they're mm-hmm. not happy. They're, they haven't, they ha- there's no inner joy. There's no inner self-gratification. There's no self-love. And I know that part of your program addresses that, that aspect, that psychological aspect of really embracing um, the totality of who you are as a person and loving yourself to better um, nutritional guidelines right right well this should be you know this is what we have discussed that it should be a reward not not a punishment okay but 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 really and this takes some time you know because we've been so brainwashed in our culture with this whole kind of uh you know biggest loser uh diet mentality like i don't want people to be perfect like that's a diet like don't do everything i'm telling you and occasionally people do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> but, but, you know, but the idea is there's no real vacation or Saturday. And it doesn't mean that we don't enjoy indulgences. It, the idea is just that the end game for me, for people, is really adopting this idea that this is who you are. Like, you're the person who, you know, enjoys eating that and doesn't eat so much of the other stuff that just doesn't make them feel so great and they recognize that. And those are the things I actually point out to people is how they're feeling, like their energy level, their mental fog and all of that. Because guess what? That is what is going to get them to repeat that same positive uh, behavior. That end game, that future person that's whatever, 20 pounds, we yeah. don't, who cares? Right. What's going to get people to make the changes every day? And I work with some actually, you know, elderly people. And so I'm always thinking about, hey, four o'clock in the afternoon, you're feeling sharp as a tack. How's that for you? Right. Awesome. That's awesome. To me, that's to me, that's money in the bank. A bank, you know, a day that I am yeah. that I am fatigued and I can't function. That's like a loss. That's a lost day. So, so to me, that when people start realizing, wow, I'm eating like this and I'm feeling better, that is fantastic. And it definitely goes hand in hand with how you're moving, how you're sleeping. I mean, it isn't just one thing. It's just how you are. Yeah, it's really fascinating. And, um, you know, I just want to know, do you work with people online? So if somebody in New York, for example, is listening to our podcast do you have a, a service that you yes, offer? Yes, um, since COVID, I do Zoom calls, which okay. has been wonderful even for people here locally because 
of course people go on vacation or yeah. visit their families or snowbirds so there and it's and it's worked out fine and i even have a scale that i i recommend people purchasing that is that that is i think the one of the better ones out there that uh-huh. measures like your body composition if you're interested i see so they um, can monitor themselves so something if if we want to take it like that but yeah, yeah just in just to have some way of positive uh, reinforcement, right. not punishment. Yeah, that's fascinating. You know, uh, during COVID, and I, my, my teachers would roll over in their grave because they're very old school traditional. <laughs> when yoga, you know, was being um, discontinued in, in studios, we started taking it outdoors. And, and of course, Zoom yoga popped up and I was asked to teach my first Zoom yoga class. and. I was pulling my hair out like I know I'm so accustomed to monitoring people and watching them and correcting them and and so this evolutionary process that we've all been drawn into whether we like it or not on Mm -hmm. on virtual um, you know nutrition virtual yoga and I'm actually doing private sessions with people in other states doing zoom yoga and I'm just amazed at how well it's going. I think that one-to-one focus. Yes, is... I think nothing is ever going to go back to exactly the way it was. I mean, yeah. there is nothing like having you know the personal connection. But I've worked fantastically with people up in New York and Boston, and it's fine. We share a screen. I can send them all the documents, yeah. and I I th- I think that it's never going to go back to what it was because I think people realize that this is the new normal. They, they, well, this can work. <laughs> Yeah. And to even people in town, I've had people in town do Zoom calls because they didn't feel like driving 30 minutes to come see me. And I, and I, actually, <laughs> I, know, I, I get that with the Sarasota traffic, everybody wants to move here. So we have a lot of new traffic. And I find even with the Zoom calls that I look forward to connecting with somebody in another part of the country. And it's just that, you know, it takes on a whole different um, relationship. But anyway, I'm going off on social media. Yes. I'm going off on Zoom right now. <laughs> but that is possible. So if somebody wanted to schedule an appointment with you to uh, review their nutritional life and um, set up some kind of a program, how would they reach out to you, Bonnie? Do, do you want to give your website or do you have a phone number? I just number? have a phone number. I have people call me. Would you like me to give it now? Yeah, why okay. don't you do that and it's, get them your website so they can look at your sure. beautiful pictures. And So my phone number is 941-685-8074. And my website is londonwellness.net. N-E-T, not com, just okay. so you know. <laughs> but, but, but that's it. And basically just... Uh, call up and we have a conversation to see you know what's going on with you and then I explain how I I'll, you know that how we could work together and see if this makes sense and that's pretty much uh, you know what I do with people and we kind of go from there so do you work with people who need fine-tuning or people who everything really need the whole okay you do the whole game. everything mm-hmm I mean, again, with, you know, with my background, I, I love sports nutrition, but, you know, I also worked for 10 years in long-term health care, so I know every chronic disease. And then, of course, I work a lot with people who are motivated because they want to lose weight. So I feel like there's nothing I, I haven't seen, and it all goes hand in hand because we got to be healthy 
to to accomplish those weight goal, goals too. Like the, you cannot separate those two. Well, I mean, if you're talking about inflammation in the body, exactly, and, and there's you know a, a health issue that is so important, and that's why I've been sending patients to you because I have a lot of people with inflammation, inflammatory disease. Which is just... which I do have a YouTube talk on that actually because it is the root cause of every single Everything. condition. Exactly. It's so which is it's actually kind of exciting because we can just, you know, go in on that. That and, that <laughs> and stress, high cortisol levels. Yes. So the meditation, nutrition, you know, blending all of those things and Really Especially now, creating... I don't think any person in the world at the moment has been exempt from feeling some sort of uh, stress with, you know, the social distancing and the mask yeah. wearing and all of that. I mean, it's been difficult for many people. I've worked with a lot of teenagers, too, by the way, back in school because it's been very stressful for them. And, of course, food has come in and then that just exacerbates what their issues are and they well, feel yeah, worse. They're not in school, they're and they're home. not and they're not being physically active. Right. And so uh, they're like fish out of water and uh, gosh only knows how that has affected them emotionally, psychologically. Right. And apparently when we don't have those social connections, we replace it with with something that makes us feel might feel us temporarily as good and unfortunately yeah that can be food a lot. <laughs> oh, of course. Well, everybody everybody was looking for the COVID um comfort foods and you know getting the COVID-19 pounds, the extra 19 pounds or more. And uh but yeah, the psychological aspects um are really interesting and and that's showing up in so many ways right now um so i'm glad that you're well and really the food we, we really do understand now how there is a big relationship with the diet and stress and depression and anxiety yeah. and, and there, lack there's, of sleep and the big crosstalk between what goes on in the gut and what goes on in your head and so people people feel better when they eat better i mean 100 percent yeah, and I don't even want to try to go into this now, but you know, some of the the new research indicates that the gut health is like the second brain, and I'm sure that you factor all that in when you're working with people one to one. And well, um, the whole study of the microbiome—that's something I talk about quite a bit with people. Mm -hmm. And yes, I have um, a, a little video on that as well. Of course, because you do. this has been around. I mean, I want to say only 15 or so years that we actually made this discovery, and how significant it is. So it it really that is something that and my other big thing I talk about is our environmental exposures to to toxins which people don't realize either yeah. and how and how they're actually called obesogens that's right because they actually hijack our hormones and they they can alter the way your body utilizes calories okay so this is where like I I just when someone comes into my office I just pull every single thing that I've been doing for the past 20 plus years and throw it out no <laughs> yeah well thank you for this beautiful offering today and for your time and i really really appreciate your um expertise to our yoga community and to you know friends who are not even in the yoga world but are thinking about possibly stepping into that class one day 
And um, as always, I thank all my listeners for tuning into the Yoga Coach podcast. And until next time, find peace, find joy in your journey. And as always, may life treat us all with kindness. May we live a joyful, purposeful, peaceful, and happy life. And above all, may we all live in the universal force and flow of love. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. (laughs) Thank you, Bonnie.